One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of Vice. It's Friday, June 15th. I'm Sophie Casas. Today, we're discussing the controversial business plan of MoviePass, the popular app promising cheap theater tickets. And we'll talk about what the company is actually doing with our data. A movie ticket today costs somewhere between $10 and $15. But MoviePass offers monthly subscription packages for $9.95 that let users see up to one movie a day. This isn't an ad for MoviePass. But we're looking at how it's kind of a case study in tech disruption, both because it's so incredibly obvious that the company is losing money hand over fist and because the deal it offers is so good you can't help but look for the catch. So how does this work and what is the catch? I sat down with journalist Rick Paulus to find out. So today we're talking about MoviePass, which is all the rage right now, at least in New York. I think I'm the only one of my friends without MoviePass. (laughs) But (laughs) a quick description, MoviePass is a credit card. It came out in 2011, and it offers a somewhat suspiciously good deal. It seems like the company behind this must be hemorrhaging money. At the same time, this is capitalism, and it seems obvious that there's some kind of bigger money-making plan behind this, but it doesn't quite make sense on the surface. So what is going on here and how does MoviePass work? I mean, you kind of hit one of the main points right off the bat is just money going out is not the same as the money coming in pretty clearly. And so then it's about figuring out where is that money coming in from other revenues um, or other revenue streams. One of the things when I interviewed Ted Farnsworth, who is the CEO of the parent company of MoviePass, he kind of made clear that they knew that they were going to lose money through the subscriber model. That was always part of the plan. They have a certain number, uh, which I believe is 5 million subscribers. And they just released a number um, the other day that they have 3 million subscribers. Once they hit that 5 million, they believe that they'll be in the black in terms of the subscriber model. But as far as the other revenue, they're consulting movie studios. And so movie studios will say, we have these next six movies coming out. Tell us what you know using the data that you've gathered from your MoviePass subscribers. What will do well? What won't do well? And how can you help us make the movies do even better? And so that's one of the big ways. Okay, so MoviePass is in the data collecting and distributing business. That's the bigger plan here. The CEO, Mitch Lowe, got in a lot of trouble a few months ago when he mentioned that MoviePass knows where you've been before the movie, where you're going after the movie, all this stuff. He says that he said it in jest, uh, but they did want to make a distinction that it's not sort of a Facebooky thing where they're selling user data to other companies as much as they're uh, using it in their own proprietary way one of the key differences that MoviePass has as opposed to something like Facebook or other companies that are collecting data and then selling it to outside agencies. MoviePass, as as far as Ted Farnsworth said, and as far as now goes, at least, 
they will not be selling user data as much as just using the user data they collect and then outside places will uh, kind of ask them to consult using that data. So you said that uh, MoviePass believes that once it gets 5 million subscribers that they'll break even in some way. But on the surface, that seems completely impossible to me. I mean, I'm not looking at their numbers, of course, but are they counting other revenue streams and what are they? Yeah, there's. Uh, I think you're right to be skeptical about whether or not the subscriber base, uh, the, the money coming in through subscribers is enough to fund the enterprise. But MoviePass has all sorts of different ways to make money, apparently. Another way that they're trying to make money is now uh, developing their own movies. And so they're basically, right now there's a movie called American Animals that's out there that they own a stake in. So that's sort of the first step, sort of buying percentages of movies. And then at some point they're going to basically fund their own movies. So at some point they'll have a MoviePass funded movie where they own 100% of all of the revenue coming in, which means that any ticket going through MoviePass is really kind of going back to them. So they're not really losing any money in that respect, if that makes sense. So are they trying to become a Netflix of sorts where they're so basically only subscribers can see the movies that Netflix acquires and also then beyond that, Netflix has become a production company itself? They're totally going to go the Netflix model to where they'll get to a point where uh, they'll have their exclusive movie that only MoviePass subscribers will be able to see in the theater, you know, and then maybe it'll be in the theater for a month and then it'll go to another outlet, whether that's Netflix or Amazon or whatever else is streaming now. So Mitch Lowe, the CEO of MoviePass, got in trouble for saying what kinds of data they were collecting and then sort of walked back on what he said. But what data is MoviePass collecting specifically? In the app, you know, they have a location thing that's built in, which basically when you sign in, it says what movie theaters are near you. And then a few movie theaters, you have to be within 100 yards of the box office in order for the app to work. Um, And so it has locational data in there. And what they're doing with that locational data, I don't think we know. But during a, during a Q&A, Mitch Lowe said something along the lines of, yeah, we know what you're doing before the movie. We know what you're doing after, all sorts of stuff. Kind of in jest, but, I, you know, it was also during the height of kind of Cambridge Analytica. And so everyone was a little more uh, on edge with data than they had been in the previous six months. So what it actually collects is your location, which movies you select and buy tickets to, Is that it? Ted said any personal information is not part of what they collect. There's no really way for us to know. But he said it's more about what movies you're going to see and where you're seeing them and more about like the type of movie. So then they could use that data to further further advertise to you about what movies you want to see. It kind of like how Netflix has the recommended for you kind of thing. It's kind of the same From what they say, that's what they're currently doing with data is figuring out what kind of movies that people like so that they can either program their own app in certain ways or they can advise other studios or other production companies how to gear their movies to a mass audience. Another part of the revenue model, which I thought was kind of interesting, was just so when they're pushing the movies that they own. So right now, again, like American Animals, this sort of indie movie 
that they bought a stake in, but they're pushing their subscriber base to go see it. And so that is through email alerts, that's through push notifications, that's through... I saw a movie at the Landmark Theaters here, and they had an advertisement for American Animals ahead of time. So they're really getting the word out about this movie. And because it's a MoviePass movie, any subscribers that are seeing it through MoviePass, they're not really losing money off of that because they own a chunk of the movie itself already. But what they're doing is they're jacking up audience numbers to pretty incredible levels for this indie movie. And then they can use those audience numbers when they're making deals down the line with Netflix or with other streaming, um, you know, Amazon or anything else saying, hey, here's a popular movie, but it's only popular because they've pushed it. And so it's kind of developing this audience that they can then use the audience numbers in order to create more revenue down the line. Yeah, it's kind of like a full circle operation. Right. And in the current state of MoviePass, what are the actual movie theaters getting out of this deal? It's pretty basic in that they're getting the price of the ticket <laughs> right off the bat. Uh, some theaters are making a de- deals with MoviePass where MoviePass subscribers are really only having to pay a certain percentage of the full ticket. Usually, from what Ted said, that's maybe 15 to 25% off the normal price is what MoviePass is paying in terms of just, you know, kind of like a bulk sale type of situation. Uh, but they're also getting 100% of the profits of concessions, which is sort of the, even if it's not the biggest money maker, it's the biggest margins for money making because popcorn costs nothing and they sell it for $10 or whatever. <laughs> and so that's the two biggest things is just they're not losing any money from what movie theaters can tell yet. And so there's really no reason to do it. Plus, the other thing is there's there's kind of no reason to defend against it because it's a debit card. And so unless they wanted to remove their entire debit system from it, MoviePass can kind of work anywhere. It just depends on if the movie theaters want to join the program or not. And have some movie theaters not joined? It's been a slow rollout process. And I know AMC specifically came out pretty vocally against MoviePass early with signs saying, you know, we don't take MoviePass and stuff. They just didn't like another third party coming in between them and their customers. Uh, that's settled down. I know um, where I live in Berkeley, there's an AMC nearby that I can use MoviePass in. The ones that were hesitant, I've kind of been strong-armed into joining the program. And, and that's kind of it. From everything you're saying, I, I haven't quite identified who's winning and who's losing. I mean, I know who's winning. I know MoviePass has a plan to make a lot of money. I just feel skeptical, you know, with all of these sort of large tech disruptors that we've seen in the past few years, whether it's Uber or Amazon, someone is losing. I mean, taxi drivers have lost a lot of revenue and Amazon small businesses have been driven away and all of these things. So help me out here. What could be the consequence more broadly to have MoviePass sort of move into this revenue-making sphere? I've been obsessed with this question since the beginning because I still can't figure out exactly. I have a few theories. One of them is I know uh, people that are working at the box office or at theaters now have a larger load in terms of customer service than they once did. And therefore, they're kind of getting a little screwed because they're having to do more work without more pay. Um, I don't know that that's where a huge chunk of 
this the screw job is coming from. Um, I think that they're burning through a lot of VC money right now. And so that chunk of change might be getting screwed. So you have a bunch of rich people who are losing out money, uh, which isn't the worst thing in the world if MoviePass were to suddenly collapse next year. The other thing I can figure is somewhere in the production industry, in the, like, the distribution industry, there's money that is no longer being spent. And maybe that means that certain jobs in the distribution industry or certain salaries of the people working there will have to get cut in some capacity. I mean, that's the that's what MoviePass seems to be about is just a distribution model right now. And so I think whatever theories or whatever, uh, like where people are trying to consider MoviePass is disrupting to the point of screwing other people over, which is really all that disruption is. I think that is the area to look at and examine, but I, I don't know specifically. And that's one of the big, that's the biggest question that I have for MoviePass. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, thanks. This was very informative. And I guess we'll see whether MoviePass will either disappear in a few years <laughs> or become Uber. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I say take advantage of it while you can and see what happens. Yeah, maybe I'll get it. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little suspicious. I don't want I don't want them to have my data. Yeah, that's true. I mean, keep that data. I'm going to keep my data. Good. To read the full story, go to vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. And tune in again on Monday for another Vice Guide to Right Now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.